0: Hey, you know that feeling when you're about to meet somebody cool for the very first time? I've got that right now. Here I am. I'm Phil, and you're listening to The Lip. Hey, everyone. This is Phil Henderson, and you are listening to episode one of The Lip. I'm excited to be bringing it to you, and I hope that you enjoy listening to it as much as I'm about to enjoy bringing it to you. On that note, I wouldn't even be bringing it to you had it not been for a couple of guys that I've listened to on Spotify myself. These gentlemen are Mr. Pat and Kevin of Tech Hour with Kevin and Pat. Two guys who, cliche warning, don't just talk the talk about tech. They also walk the walk. Both of these two gentlemen have been establishing themselves as businessmen in their local areas And they do a pretty fine job. In fact, Pat Houston, owner of Houston's Home Automations, put the cameras in my new house. As long as you live in the Philadelphia area, I would strongly recommend you looking him up. He's on Facebook. And again, listen to Spotify so you can hear Tech Hour with Kevin and Pat. And you can hear both of these gentlemen going back and forth about the innovations that are going on. As far as the technological upgrades that you can do to your house. These guys are absolutely brilliant at it. Well, now that I've given those gentlemen a little bit of love. Time to introduce myself a little bit to you. I am absolutely a Jersey guy. Originally from there. Most of my life I've never lived more than 20 minutes away from the beach. Definite adjustment. Now I'm a Philadelphia guy for the last 10, 12 years. And let me tell you, I can't say there's anything wrong with the city of Philadelphia. It's a great spot to live. It's amazing to think that all these years that this place was just across the river. It's a fantastic city. Lots to do. More interesting people that you could possibly meet. This is a great place to be in truly without any question as much as I love New Jersey the city of Philadelphia has certainly changed my perspective on how I think that I would have ever perceived my life in general let's face it for the first 28 years of my life I was a guy who made the simple decision am I going to go to work or am I going to go to the beach like I said earlier I was no more than 20 minutes away from the beach my entire life. For those of you who know anything about New Jersey and the exit system on the parkway, I lived between exit 36 and exit 80. That would be the and Barnegat area. And then all the way up a little bit north towards the Seaside Heights area in Tom's River. Not that much difference between the two areas. It's a lot of decent schools, nice people, the environment is as good as it gets. But the only thing about it is that I didn't really fully appreciate until just turning into my 20s. At now, I'm in my 40s and I can really see the difference. It's amazing. <sighs> New Jersey's an expensive place to live. And. It's a sad thing, but it is really an expensive place to live. Don't get me wrong, Pennsylvania is not the cheapest place in the world either, but compared to New Jersey, there's a great many differences. And to make a simple matter of fact, that's half the reason why I wanted to start this podcast with what I believe is the differences of New Jersey and in Pennsylvania, and why I left. It's a good way to start, because in order to get a good foundation on who I am, you need to know, essentially, where I'm from, just like anyone. Usually where they're from has a great deal to do with who they are. And for me, without a shadow of a doubt, even at this stage in the game, there's a lot of blood that flows through my veins, that's still got some salt water in it from being in the beach so long. Although, I am getting used to it, don't get me wrong, I am very much getting used to the Pennsylvania lifestyle, and Philadelphia is, without a doubt, one of the greatest cities I've ever been to, and I enjoy it with all my heart. Best case scenario, I will never leave this city for any reason. Okay, it's now time for the main event. What would make this guy decide to leave New Jersey when I was legitimately having to make the decision of whether or not I was going to go to work or go to the beach? I mean, literally. I would be sitting in the car on my way to work making that decision. Pretty much every time I made the right decision, which was go to work, do my eight hours, and after the end of that shift, then I'd go to the beach. Win-win. Summer or winter, wouldn't make any difference. And for the record, I'm going to give you one of my favorite little secrets. If you've never been to the beach in the winter, I strongly recommend it. The Jersey Shore has just an amazing aura. At night, in the cold, a little bit of wind going on, the ocean breeze. It's just something you have to see at least once in your life. Now... To answer the question, however, it was love. Met the love of my life online 11 years ago and changed everything. She was a Philadelphia girl all her life. The only little taste of a little bit of country life that she had was when she went to college in Vermont. She missed the city, though. But still, that Vermont was still a part of her life in this whole. But still, again, it was the call of Philadelphia that drug her back home after school. And she essentially was a magnet which pulled me to the great state of Pennsylvania. Excuse me. The Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Let me assure you that had I not met her, I probably wouldn't have had that thought in my head. would have been a nice place to visit. I've always liked coming to Philadelphia from time to time. In fact, in my younger years, I had the opportunity to come to the Penn Relays as part of my track team. And I enjoyed the city. It was a lot of fun. Would have been some place that I thought that would have been an interesting landing spot. But being so young at the time, it wasn't even perceivable. Something I couldn't even put my mind around. Even a little bit, that one day, those very areas that I would walk around as a tourist for a few days as part of the Southern Regional Track Team would actually be stuff that I would be seeing on my day-to-day life back and forth. Never would have occurred to me. I think that that's one of the most funny and ironic situations about it. It's so cool that most of the places that I was at ...are places I ended up going to on a regular basis. (laughs) But let me tell you on that note... ...one of the things that... ...made the move... ...a little tougher... ...than I would have expected is... ...the quality of the pizza. Yes, I said pizza. I've been a diehard pizza person my entire life. One of these episodes I'll get into just how much of a diehard pizza fan that I am... But for now, just know that I have always been and always will be the ultimate pizza fanatic. And one thing that I've learned through my life is that, say what you want about any other state, New Jersey has the best pizza in the whole country that I've ever had in my entire life. Bar none. (sighs) Probably the toughest adjustment I had to make from New Jersey to Philadelphia was that I've maybe found a handful of pizza places over the last 11 years that I would deem New Jersey-esque, if I may, that have the same qualities, the cheese, the sauce, the dough, all those things coming together to become one perfect amalgamation. A lot of times when I would go get pizza in Pennsylvania, it just wasn't the same. A lot of times it was just (sighs) off in some way cheese was a little too strong, yes. The dough was either a little too chewy, or it was just not quite uh, that same stuff you're used to in New Jersey. Sometimes it made you think it was a Giorno, but you know they actually put it in the oven, so it's like, what's going on here? Something not quite right about it. But... A handful of places that I've run into in the city of Philadelphia have actually made me think, you know what? I can go here every day because it's just the way I like it. Just the way I remember it from New Jersey. On that note, I come from one of the two states where you don't pump your own gas. Let me tell you how there have been many a time when I was sitting in New Jersey... At the gas pump. And. I would be waiting for the gas attendant to come by. And it would be snowing. Or it would be raining. And I wouldn't care. Because I'd be just sitting in my car. Roll the window down. Just enough to tell the gas attendant. Hey can you fill it up with regular. second he walked away. Roll the window back up. Until he came back to collect the money. Simple as that. Never even got a drop of water on me. Never even felt a flake of snow. Now in Philadelphia, I don't have that luxury. And sometimes it gets under my skin when I have to go get gas, especially if I know that it was a sunny day the day before. And I said, I'll get it tomorrow. And then the day I go, we have almost a flash flood warning. Water up to your knees. And who's got to pump the gas? This guy. Or anybody else in the entire state of Pennsylvania or many other states other than Oregon and New Jersey. I don't understand. I don't get it. It's it's a nightmare. It's one of the worst things I'll have to admit about Philadelphia, or I should say any other state, (laughs) except for New Jersey. But... That, my, barring that minor inconvenience, I can certainly say that Pennsylvania has some big pluses, particularly the city of Philadelphia that I couldn't possibly have asked for. What did I gain by coming here? First of all, like I said before, the reason why I was attracted here to, to begin with was my wife. Got married. Great situation. Over the last 10 years, 11 years, we've had a fun time, had some great little kids now running around, biting my ankles, making me feel a little younger than I am, but really they're just exaggerating just how old I actually am at this point. 43 never felt quite so old, seems like, but they're helping it come right along, all this extra gray that I've got that I didn't have a year ago, it's all there now, thanks in part to my three kids. That's an absolute positive, wouldn't change that for the world. Another thing, overlooked by a lot of people in the city of Philadelphia, I believe, and I think it's a sin, it's an absolute sin, from the perspective of somebody who's come from New Jersey, in an area where if you didn't have a vehicle of your own, and you had to rely on the public transportation You would have to go to a few designated spots, which there weren't very many, and you'd have to wait, sometimes, upwards of an hour for the bus to come around and take you to within a mile or so of where you were trying to go. And don't miss that bus. If you do, you got a real problem. Because now... Whatever time you were waiting before, now you're going to wait even longer. And chances are, if you had a specific appointment that you had to be at, it's a guarantee you're going to be late or miss it altogether. And here in Philadelphia, I hear people complaining about uh, the public transportation all the time. However, I'm going to be the first to let you know that I appreciate it with the utmost It excites me beyond belief to think that there's actually a place where you can go and wait maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes tops, and a bus is going to come pick you up, drop you off almost where you want to go. And if it doesn't put you where you want to go, it's going to put you in position where you can get another vehicle, another bus, or a trolley, or drop you off at a train station where you can get to where you need to be with relative ease of operation. It's so efficient that it drives me insane. Like, I love it. I love it to death. Pandemic aside, you can still get on that bus and get to pretty much wherever you need to go in the whole city. And you don't have to wait an exorbitant amount of time. Granted, there's always human error and there's always traffic, and that'll happen even if you're on your own car. So you really can't worry about that too much. But the convenience of having to be able to just wait a short amount of time and hop on a vehicle and have no worries whatsoever about where you're going to put your own vehicle. Because especially in the city, if if you're going downtown into center city, you will have some issues parking sometimes. The parking structures can be expensive, even on the short term. And that'll add up after a while. If you work downtown, particularly, whew, boy, it can be a problem. It's going to take a chunk out of your paycheck, like nobody's business. However, it gives you a lot of peace of mind if you could just hop on the public transportation that's in the city of Philadelphia, which is one of the best in the East Coast. It's as effective as you could ever ask for. Who could ever complain about that? In my mind, it's it's just beyond me. I know people who love it. I know people who hate it too. And I just, I don't know. I just don't know. All I can think of is if they were in the scenario where I was, where if you didn't have a vehicle, now you legitimately don't have an opportunity to have that easy access to public transportation. And because of that, now you have to rely on somebody else or hopefully you can get your vehicle fixed or get your hands on another one. If not, you're going to be in a world of hurt for sure. Been there, done that, hated it, hated it, hated it, Hope to never go back to that position. Don't get me wrong, I love the two vehicles we have right now in our driveway. But at the same time, I'd look maybe 100 feet down the street and there's two bus stops, one in each corner. So, if something really happened, just run right out there, catch one of them. Couldn't ask for a better situation, in my opinion. But public transportation, such a positive in the state, in the city of Philadelphia, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Now, of course, there are a few things about New Jersey that are a little off. And there's a few things about Philadelphia that I love little off. Yeah, Let's start with the home state first, because we're already out of there. I mentioned briefly that the only way that I'd go back to my home state is if I won the lottery. And when I say the lottery, I'm not talking about 2-3 million. I'm talking about one of those huge mega jackpots with like 4, 5, or 600 million. The taxes are just so high and absorbing. it that it'll make you cringe I understand why people would want to move there because it's it's a great city it's a great state towns in New Jersey not just the ones that I live in but all across the state are just amazing they really are if you really broke down the state there's literally nothing you can't do in the state of New Jersey from surfing, hunting watching sporting events camping Going to major cities, you name it, you can do it in New Jersey, but it will cost you in the long run. Housing is expensive, disproportionately expensive, mm. slightly, but a lot of it's the taxes. But isn't that just the way of life? Taxes, 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 taxes. And New Jersey is one of those places that just try to tax you until there's nothing left. To shame. But, it is what it is. Philadelphia. There's a few taxes that I have a problem with, particularly the soda tax. It's a plus and a minus. Soda tax is so high that it just gives you a headache to the point where it actually benefited me. Because I had gotten on a new diet and workout regimen, which I'll discuss on a later podcast... And one of my biggest problems was drinking so much soda. Legitimately, I would drink two to three two-liter bottles of soda a day. But as a result of that tax, making a $2 bottle of soda turn into almost three or four, it's just ridiculous. Not worth your time, not worth the money, and I just won't do it. So... So it is almost, uh, it's almost a non-entity for me. It just, the expense is just outrageous, and I won't have anything to do with it. Another slight negative about New Jersey is the fact that, let's face it, the, the housing market, like I said again, for the amount of house you can buy in New Jersey, if you took that same amount of money and brought it to Philadelphia, you could get a lot more house. A lot more house. Example, the house that we just moved into, not going to go into numbers, but I can promise you that. Had it been in New Jersey, probably would have spent an extra $100,000. Yeah, easy, $100,000 more. Not cool. Not cool at all. And that's why it made it such a beautiful thing to move over here. You just really can't afford to buy a house in New Jersey, especially when you're just getting started on that journey of homeownership, getting your life together, building a family. It just, it's really, really difficult. More often than not, a lot of people, particularly friends of mine who I graduated high school with at Southern Regional, And other places in that general area. The houses were really expensive. And there's not a whole lot of people who I knew who I went to high school with who still live in that general area. A lot of them have moved on to, as they say, bigger and better. But they've gone to places where they can get more bang for their buck. And they took their huge salaries with them. Because a lot of those people I knew went to college, got really good educations make a lot of money and they're taking it to another state to spend and live so they can get more bang for their buck. It's a shame that a state like New Jersey would allow such people to leave. High quality people who had absolutely nothing but love for their home state. The Garden State. Unfortunately, it seems like that's exactly what it is. The Garden State grows all kinds of good people. And all the other states see these, this beautiful garden with all these amazing people that have been growing there for years. And these other states just pick them up out of the garden, put them in their basket, and take them away. Pennsylvania is one of those states that was wise to do just that. But I try to be even, try to be balanced. And let me give you one of the things that I think is a little off about Philadelphia, particularly. I was just a moment ago complaining about how I didn't like the amount of money that was being spent in housing market, but in New Jersey, that housing market generates the revenue which goes into the schools. Here comes the problem in Pennsylvania, particularly in Philadelphia. That massive amount of taxpayer money that people are spending in New Jersey, most of it's going to the public school system, which is quite good. People complain about it a little bit, but when they look at what's going on in general, and especially in a city like Philadelphia, where there's a lot of public schools, you'll notice that a combination of the quality of The education is far different from what it was in New Jersey. In fact, I was talking to my wife back and forth early on when we were talking about the schools for the kids, and I was telling her that, well, what's wrong with the public schools? Public schools will be just fine. I'm I'm a product of a public school. And then she reminded me of public school in New Jersey. Turns out that The pay for the teachers is a little different. The quality of what the taxes are used for in the public schools is just not quite good enough to make these schools what they could be. And unfortunately, it's a major problem to the point where most people want to send their kids to private schools or charter schools. And... The education there is solid. It's a shame that you would have to say that in order to get a decent education, you really need to try to get your kid out of the public school and into some sort of charter or a pub or a private school in order to, to to better them for their life. It shouldn't be that way, but unfortunately it is, and that's a major problem in the city of Philadelphia. And it's a no no. Fortunately, uh, we were able to get one of my three kids into a charter school, and we're just trying to work to get the other two in that same direction as well. Um, I often tell a story. um, I believe it was 2008 when my youngest first cousin graduated high school just about the time that Barack Obama had just become president, maybe 2009. And I was flipping through her history book, and to my astonishment, she went to one of the high schools that we used to say was not the best school in Ocean County where I grew up. And in her history book, in that last section, towards the more modern times it had Barack Obama in the book in 2009 meaning they were that up to date and that was one of the worst schools in the area had Barack Obama in 2009 in a history book that's crazy some of the schools in Philadelphia you question whether or not Barack Obama is in the history book now horrible shame, but it is what it is. All we can do is try to do what we can do for our children and make them as informed personally as we can and try to do better and get them as good an education as we can possibly do. It's not easy, but it's doable as long as you work at it. I think all in all, the differences between central New Jersey where I grew up and Philadelphia where I'm currently residing are definitely vast but at the same time as different as they may have been no salt water in the air few less trees not the best public transportation in the world pretzels and water ice just abundant i can certainly say that this is a spot that i like i wouldn't go anywhere else wouldn't do anything differently i like the way life is moving along at the moment and hopefully it'll progress just that way till the end which hopefully won't be for at least another 45 years Okay, time to have a little bit of fun before I wrap this thing up. Little segment that I'm going to call The Spear of the Week. For those of you who aren't wrestling fans, a spear is a, a move that professional wrestlers have been doing for the last 20 years or so. Looks absolutely devastating if done by the right person. Think of it as a football tackle, when you drive your shoulder directly into somebody's rib cage and run all the way through them. Sometimes when just walking down the street or just seeing things that are happening around, you just get so enraged to see something ridiculous that just makes you say, okay, I need to just spear this person for the ridiculous thing that they just did. It just so happens that the person that I've selected this particular time is a gentleman who decided to at a restaurant that my wife and I were on our way to going to. She wanted to pick up some food, so I park on the side of the street in order for her to go up into the restaurant that she wanted to go to. Wouldn't you know that on that busy highway, a gentleman decided to park right in front of an entrance to a parking lot. This guy then proceeded to overshoot the parking lot. So in the middle of this busy street, this fool decides to hit reverse, back up, with cars beeping at him, and just minding his own business like he was completely oblivious to everything going on in life. Now mind you, this guy missed the parking lot by probably three feet. And again... It was a busy street. So this guy is backing up, backing up. People are beeping at him. And then finally he gets just a couple of inches enough where he can make the turn. So he turns in. Dude goes into the parking lot. Parks his car. Proceeds to get out of his car. Walk into the restaurant. Maybe three cars after him. Another car goes into the parking lot parks their car just about next to him, maybe two spaces away. Guy gets out of his car, gets some change, pays for the parking that you're supposed to pay for, then goes into the restaurant. This other guy didn't pay for the parking. He held up traffic and just raised my blood pressure while I was watching this whole thing go on. He's the guy who I would give the spear of the week to. Don't understand. He deserves it. Big time. Spear of the Week. Parking lot non-pay guy. Okay, people. I'm just about out of time. I wanted to let you know that I enjoyed talking to you all, and hopefully you enjoyed listening to me this time. You can listen to the next podcast I do, which is going to be about a subject near and dear to my heart, which is pain. Unfortunately, at 43, I've done some things to destroy my body, and you probably enjoy listening to it. At the time, none of it was funny, but looking back, it kind of was now. Um, You can check me out on the podcast on either Spotify or Pocket Cast, whichever you prefer. Uh, um, You can also hit me up on Twitter, which I hope you do. The name is Phil, with two L's, Handy. H-E-N-D-Y at Pissed Phil with two L's. I want to leave you with these last few words before we part ways till next time. If somebody looks you in the eye and tells you that you just lied to them I want you to reply by saying to them I'm telling you the truth because I don't like you enough to lie to you. On that note This is Phil Henderson, and you just listened to The Lip.